Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast, is hitting the road this summer from May 31st through June 14th. We're doing part two of our U.S. live tour. Whoa. I came up with the name for this one. Yeah, it's yeah. called the Areas Tour. Very kind good. of similar. Dungeons you know? and Daddies, the Areas Tour, feet Taylor Swift. We're hitting the road again. Midwest and East Coast dates on sale. Tickets are available now. We're starting up in St. Paul, Minnesota. We're going to Milwaukee, Chicago, Indianapolis, Detroit, Pelham, Tennessee, Atlanta, New York, Philadelphia, and Boston. Wow. More info on our website, dungeonsanddaddies.com slash live. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Dungeons and Days is brought to you this week by ExpressVPN. So we know how ExpressVPN protects your privacy and security online, but here's something you might not know. Okay. You can use ExpressVPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. Oh, we're that's allowed to right. talk about that? That's yes. That's all I use it for. Yeah, oh, that's, that's legal? Yeah. This, yes. Matt always talks big game about the UK office. I talk big game about it. And why is the UK office better than the US office? I mean, why? How is it not? You had a really elegant, I thought, uh, breakdown of exactly why you think it's better. <laughs> well, for a VPN, I would say the reason that you should use this VPN <laughs> to watch the UK office rather than log onto whatever streaming platform has the dumb US office on it is that if you want a show that actually where a bunch of people actually act like they're on camera and have are, are real personalities instead of a bunch of like I just want you all to know that as Matt's saying all of this I'm looking right at the camera, camera. like Jim from the American <laughs> office being like get a load of this guy right <laughs> if you haven't seen the UK office go ahead log into your VPN and go check it out it's only 12 episodes plus a you know Christmas special ExpressVPN lets you control where you want sites to think you are located. Ooh, that's Ooh. fun. So you can choose from over 100 different countries. I only ever think of this scene in GoldenEye where they're trying to find Boris and like his little Boris. things bouncing around all over the place and like the GoldenEye laser is going to get them. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. That's what a VPN is, in case you were wondering. Uh, but uh, you can't use it to cheat on your wife. Your <laughs> wife will not think you're in a different location than you actually are. Also, so don't, don't even try to do it for that. Unless you're cheating on your wife. With K-dramas. Use ExpressVPN to watch K-dramas off South Korean Netflix. Or you could use Hulu, BBC iPlayer, anywhere you want it to be. You can be there. Hundreds of VPNs are out there, of course, but the reason we use ExpressVPN is because it's very fast. No buffering, no lag. You can stream in HD, no problem. Also works on all your devices, phones, media, consoles, smart TVs, and more. So watch what you want on the go or on the big screen. So if you want to get access to hundreds of new shows, use our link right now, expressvpn.com slash dungeonsanddaddies, and you get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash dungeonsanddaddies. Expressvpn.com slash dungeonsanddaddies to learn more. Dungeons and Daddies is a rowdy, horny, violent podcast for grown-ups. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Time once again for the Fandolin Murder Sports Play of the Day, brought to you by Kanku Chicken. It's summertime, which means that the frosted gelatinous cubes are back. Each cube comes with a limited edition engulfed Kanku Chicken keychain. Collect all five for a limited time only at participating Kanku Chickens. See me, I pair that with their salty slat salad, and I know I'm in for a good time. And you can't go wrong with their sizzling fire beetle fajitas. <laughs> no, sir, you cannot. 
Today's play comes from Balls Deep, where the newly renamed Glen Bowl games have seen some rough attendance numbers recently. Post-game, Doodler Center Daryl Wilson having a huddle with his son QB Grant Wilson. Some real intense emotions on the field and off the field here. Daryl tries to bridge the emotional gap between father and son. Tees up his opener. Almost stumbles here when he tries to relate to Grant a similar shared traumatic experience in his own childhood, but get this, he implies it was easy for him. Rookie mistake. Let's go now to the Bully Wugs Wog this way. Slow-mo camp. Take a look at Grant's face here as he processes this. Big blunder from the big man himself. Not quite achieving the empathetic effect he was going for. Fortunately, Daryl catches his error in the nick of time before it sinks the whole play. He quickly clarifies that his own experience should not be held as the standard to which Grant should judge his own by. Booyah! That's right, some key wisdom dropped here, reminding Grant that we all as autonomous beings have our own emotional paths to walk, and he seals the deal here by explaining he draws his emotional strength from his family and sources outside himself. A powerful reminder that we're not alone in our respective journeys. Dad and lads share some emotional catharsis here in the empty stadium, and Daryl scores some extra dad points by embarrassing Grant in front of his unreciprocated crush. What a finish! <laughs> Lucky the refs weren't anywhere near this play. Would have thrown a flag for excessive celebration, am I right? And that's the play of the day. Up next, is Glen Bowl violent enough? A new study by the Faroon Sports Safety Board says it could use more murder. Welcome to Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast, a loose tabletop role-playing game podcast about four dads from our world flung into the Forgotten Realms in the quest to rescue their lost sons. My name is Freddie Wong. I play Glenn Close, the bard slash rock and roll cover band dad of the group. This week's Glenn fact, I'm going to take everybody here on a little bit of a journey through the okay. English language okay. here. Okay. All right, I'm going to go sleep. So I'm just going to go through a piece <laughs> at a time. Glenn <laughs> believes nobody should ever wear a mask. Unless they're being recorded, potentially doing something that might be considered illegal, depending on the jurisdiction, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which in our modern surveillance society means Glenn thinks people should wear masks all the time, but only in public. And in the bedroom. (laughs) Wow, that was a journey. A journey for you. I did a 900. I was like Tony Hawk (laughs) doing a 900 on Glenn. They had us in the first half. Does he film the bedroom? Glenn doesn't kiss and tell. He doesn't kiss anyone if he's got a mask on in there. (laughs) Yeah. That's true, actually. (laughs) Got stuff going on in there. All right. That was a good one, Freddie. Freddie was, Freddie started, here, dear listener, let me part the veil for a moment. Before this podcast, Freddie was like, oh, gee whiz, I have to go first. I always have a bad dad fact. You know, just to like kind of set our expectations low so he could kick the door down with clearly like a banger dad fact yeah. like ready to rock so fuck you freddie that one's on my sticky notes that's more effort <laughs> yes. than i've ever done for a dad fact. get ready you for suck, my freddie. banger god damn it <laughs> <laughs> yep my name is matt arnold i play daryl wilson a stay-at-home coach dad who becomes a barbarian when he enters the forgotten realms not a journey, just very simple. I'm sorry, I was just like, who becomes a barbarian when he enters his life? 
(laughs) Okay. First of all, you got to be a barbarian before anything starts. Uh, Well, you and I are on the same page because I know that you laughed when (laughs) when Freddie paused after saying a loose D and D. (laughs) Yeah. Simple dad fact. I was just gonna say Daryl's one of the. This is also like my dad's dad fact. Uh, Daryl's one of those guys. He takes great pleasure in essentially making his shoes last as long as possible. (laughs) And in fucking his wife. <laughs> well, his new balances. Does he wear pleasure in making fucking his wife last as long as, as, long as possible <laughs> with shoes with shoes on? Does he wear the new balances in the bedroom? No, he doesn't wear his new balances in the bedroom. Why not? He wears his dress shoes in the bedroom, baby, because it's a temple in there. Oh God! And you always wear your dress <laughs> shoes to temple. <laughs> it's a church. It's mixed up. Oh man, this is a rowdy episode it's rowdy no let's go it's got that energy i love it i love it (laughs) he's got that arch support you know what i mean (laughs) my name is will campos i play henry oak the birkenstock rocking munchy crunchy hippie druid granola dad of the dads and uh he's a druid and uh my dad fact for henry this week little themed dad fact for the upcoming release of rocks rock the geology themed rap EP, which is imminent. Imminent. We're doing final like touches on it, and it's going through a mixing mastering stage, and then it's coming out. It's very fucking good. Okay. Uh, fun fact about Henry is that Rocks Rock is not the first jam that oh Henry God. has dropped. Because Henry makes jam, guys. <laughs> Fuck off. Henry Go has down. a line Go of jam. No. Nope. Fuck nope. yourself. Henry has a line of jam called "This Is My Jam." And uh, he doesn't no. realize that that's a pun because he's never heard the phrase jam used for music before. So he's just like, <laughs> this is my jam. This is my jam. And I'm Henry and this is my jam. You're probably asking what flavor jam does Henry make? Nope. No. And no. the flavor is just whatever fruits he can find around. He kind of forages. It's whatever's oh left God. over in the fridge. Ugh. So it'll be like apple and blueberry and like a couple old grapes are in there. And then yeah. so like every jar of jam is a little different. It's a little special jam. Eat- brings that jam into the bedroom right i was so positive uh, that you were about to say toe jam that anything else that you said was totally forgivable in my life henry like, you doesn't oh, put God. toe jam in his jam he does scrape most of the mold off of it before he uh i'm like squirrel yeah a little la little, humor for little everybody. la food humor for those in the know wink wink you might see it on twitter you know we talk about fireworks and jam here in la <laughs> we're all depressed <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah showbiz baby hi i'm beth may and i play ron stampler emotionally detached stepfather and rogue fun fact about ron this week is that his favorite class in high school was shop that checks out because he would just uh ditch school and go to the mall <laughs> and then he wouldn't buy anything he would just kind of like hang out at the mall did he think that that was what shop was or was uh, yeah he just ditching? I, well like i think probably both i think that he probably wanted to take home ec but his dad made him take shop because like it's like a shop and then like shopping should be shopping and so he went to the mall but he probably didn't have any money and so just like so did he think he was failing shop no <laughs> i mean i think i kept going but i'm not doing i mean well. like he's studying i think that everything oh, that he okay. knows about <laughs> culture was just like in one westfield mall and business <laughs> like what culture and business Where people like oh who do you have for shop and he's like i have claire's i have spencer's <laughs> i have, I have spencer <laughs> i just realized that ron is a character from third rock from the sun like i just finally accepted that's what he is he's i never watched it 
It's a good show. You don't it's have to. What is it? Does it hold I up? Know. I have nothing, no idea if it holds, holds up. up. It's more than five years old and it's a comedy. Uh, Fraser's sitting here. Is like French Stewart, like is his character super problematic or something? I don't Why know. am I asking Anthony? Anthony doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, I haven't <laughs> watched it in a while. It's probably a great show, everybody. Probably Anthony, hysterical. I actually just found out about the Simpsons uh, hams meme. Oh, the steamed hams meme? Oh, steamed oh, hams. Oh, um, I had, You're in for a treat. I, I was. I was in for a treat. I, like, it, it really gave me almost the joy that I had experiencing loss for the first time. But um, so You both are in for an unforgettable luncheon. I'm so excited. <laughs> God. <laughs> Very good. Oh, boy. Hey, it's me. It's Anthony Birch. It's your dad. Hey, dad. Hey, dad. I realize I don't have a, like, Freddie was trying to bemoan the fact that, like, I'm going to go first. Well, I have to come up with a very small bit of improv before anybody else. I don't have a character, so I don't get to, I just have to come up with things from my life just tell and the further truth. erode the barrier between <laughs> artist and audience. So people know what my my torso looks like now. That's the point, Anthony. You have to be the, like, hot, sexy one that everyone loves. With the after scarred after torso. Yeah. You're our yeah. Matt Mercer. You got to do it. No, I refuse. Does Matt Mercer have a C-section? Scar? Fan art of himself. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Hold on, hold on. I'm just checking wiki feet for Matt Mercer really quick. Just hold on one second. Ooh. Nothing. No search results. Are there no dudes on wiki feet? I'd say there are precious few dudes on wiki feet. Your dad facts just be about how hot you are, Anthony. That's no, it's hot. It's hot Glenn Summer. Anthony's dad fact is just about how hot Matt Mercer is. <laughs> yeah. Anthony's dad Honestly, when I met Matt, I was like, that's not fair. Like, I, like I've never seen him. I want to look him up. He's very, <laughs> very handsome. He's got like a Michael Fassbender face. Matt. This is a good use of the top of our podcast. Mercer. It's just Googling how yeah, hot talk about other D&D hosts are. If you like D&D podcasts where the host is hot, definitely don't listen to this one. Listen to Critical Role <laughs> and maybe Nadpod. I don't know what that guy looks like. <laughs> What's a fun Anthony fact? The Last Jedi is my second favorite Star Wars movie. What's your first favorite? My first favorite is A New Hope. Oh. Oh. Cool. Oh. oh. Well, I, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just on. for you. <laughs> I don't exist to please you. I couldn't oh even pretend God. to be interested. Is that the fucking rubric for whether or not a dad fact is good? If, if, if Master Arnold thinks Anthony, it's okay. you're not talking your way out of this one. Matt just blew you out of the fucking sky, dude. God. All right, fantasy world bullshit. When last we left you all, you'd found the anchor in Balls Deep, but basically decided, knowing that uh, its destruction would bring back all of the memories of Daryl's father, Frank, into Payton. <laughs> yep. You are carrying it with you, and so it's just sort of a thing that you have now. And, oh, and it's full of Gatorade of different flavors. Yes, it is full of, like, one or two drinks worth of many different potions that I probably should have balanced better but forgot to. Yeah, but we now. only got a couple of drinks. That's the balance. That's the Supper Bowl? Yes, the Supper Bowl. Um, that is the anchor. You have it with you. Everyone is, including Peyton, is now aware of the fact that he is uh, a homunculus with the soul of Daryl's father in it. And I'm presuming that you headed back to Walter to grab some more kids to get on the next leg of yeah. the journey. Because there is... Switch him out. Trade some kids. Do we have to roll for encounters to see if we fight some wolves on the way? <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely not. If you want to, yes. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Roll. Yes. I, yeah, I want to... This is like a valuable part of d and I got a natty one, Anthony. Oh! Gosh, Matt. We, all right. <laughs> okay. I want to experience all aspects of D&D. Let's experience well, this. I don't well, give me want, a second. Like, I, I like I would have literally, if you rolled anything other than a one, I would have said, haha, some wolf show up and you killed it. But now that you rolled an actual one, I feel like something I needs to happen. I swear to God, I've screenshot this. 
Oh boy. Okay. 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 I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. I'm just trying to learn how to play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> We've been doing this for about a year or so. I'm trying to think. First, you're mean to Anthony. Now you do this to all of us. Like <laughs> now, you actually want to play Dungeons and Dragons? Who the fuck are you? Um, oh, I got a random encounter generator. Yeah, but that's not the same. <laughs> is that a sex thing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. This is a dating site. Oh, like I'm sorry. Guys, this is a- <laughs> Hot wolves in your area want to hook up <laughs> with you. <Awooka. laughs> oh, no. I know exactly what to do. Everything's fine. Everything's oh, fine. Oh, that's so scary. <laughs> so nothing happens? All right. No, so as far as you just- can tell. Nothing happens. So we but right, so I don't wait. even get to roll because we're not even insight? aware that we went oh, yeah, into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not even okay, aware. Okay, if everybody wants to, you can roll perception with disadvantage. Well, I have and disadvantage if, anyway, motherfucker, because you ruined my character. <laughs> <laughs> and if half of you fail, then all of you fail. Um, no, that's probably gonna. I got a. Uh, <laughs> I got a two. Got a that's one. One failure. <laughs> You got a one, Beth? I got a one. I also rolled a one, so. (laughs) Get them all out of your system now. (laughs) Because trust me, once this shit kicks off, you're going to be very happy to not roll once. Okay. Uh, Anthony, not how probability works. Everybody, not how probability works. It is. No, yeah, we already did. No, if I had another baby, it would be a boy. (laughs) That's how it works. Okay, so yeah, what happened was on the way back to Walter, you all just took a, a rest for the night and you had great sleep. You woke up feeling refreshed. And everything Just good bowel movements all around for everybody. Fine. Henry had a really solid PMBM, if you know what I mean. PMBM. Oh God. <laughs> what a what a sh- what a shame. What a shame. All right, so we we head into. Wait, wait, so then his morning ones are AMBM. Yes, he's got the AMBM and the PMBM, and that's and then he's done for the day. How regular is he? That feels <laughs> unhealthy. Anthony, did we level up when we slept? Yeah. I told you, you leveled up as soon as you left the... Should have done this before the podcast fucking break this started fucking game. About time to get fucking break in this game. What, you're level eight now? Yeah. Yep. Wow. Manage levels. Congratulations on reaching level eight. You feel, as you all were eating on the field of Balls Deep uh, and having fun and making fun of Gray and having a good old time, you could feel just a little surge of daddy magic within all of your hearts as Daryl's relationship to his son got closer and I don't feel like individually making you level up on a different rate. So you all level up when any of you has a good relationship to uh, one of your, your kids. Right. We're learning from each other in the, as a community of dads. That's exactly. beautiful. Wow. The real Dungeons of Daddies is the friend that you made along the way. Oh, shit. I can do a feat or an ability score improvement. <laughs> Why don't you go look up one on WikiFeet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, should we do the feet options are really boring. They just have grappler. Yeah, it turns out when you actually play D&D, normal things happen in the mechanics. They want you to do normal ass stuff. There's a couple of feats here that really make me like, for example, there's one called Tower of Iron Will. And this makes me think that just Glenn like got a DVD about this, Iron this Will. guy named Iron <laughs> Will. And he's just like teaching you how to do like push-ups. No, it's teaching you how to race dog sleds. Iron Will, great Disney movie from 1997 about a kid who Whoa, like runs wait, the. This... No, it's totally real. Look it up. Oh, I remember this movie because really the kid was named Will and I was named Will. Yeah, and it's like it's a really heartwarming movie. Got a lot of great action. Unfortunately, it has Kevin Spacey, but you can ignore him. And um, yeah, just like a real Disney heart dog winner. I'm gonna get a feat. 
called Tower of Iron Will, and this is what it is now canonically, is Glenn remembers fondly this Disney movie, which is basically like his like mind palace movie. And what this allows me to do is that it says, quote, my mind's defenses are formidable. After you or another creature you see within 30 feet fails a saving throw, you can use your reaction to roll psionic talent die and add the number to the saving row, potentially causing it to succeed. So now I need to watch this movie so I can like throw inspirational stuff at my companions to like help them out. In wow. case bad stuff happens. From your favorite movie, Iron Will. Is this on Disney Plus? Yes, yes it, is. Yeah, it is. Ooh, okay. All right. That's what old Glenn's doing. It's no Balto. It's no Balto. Balto is like my first Disney crush is like the dog Balto. <laughs> Voiced by Kevin Bacon. I have bad news. I don't think that's a Disney movie. No, wait. You're in love with a bootleg ass Robin Hood. It's, no, it's a Don Bluth movie. Robin Hood is sure. Disney, but Balto is Don Bluth. Don Bluth is sacred in my house even though he's an asshole. Okay, so you've all leveled up. Does anybody else want to talk about fun things that you get from leveling up? <laughs> You're so I am going to do grapple because it feels like it's a come on in for a hug, like a dad hug thing, because uh. essentially now when I grapple, I can roll for another grapple check, and then I pin the creature, and then both are restrained until the grapple ends. So it's like a big bear. It's a big dad Hot. hug. That's so in line with our BDSM podcast. Oh, nice. God. I chose ability score improvement, and so I improved my constitution and my dexterity. <laughs> nice. I chose ability score improvement, and I decided to um, improve wisdom twice since I have fucking disadvantage now. <laughs> Anthony. Uh, sorry for the detour. No, it's fine. This is that crunchy stat stuff that people yes. love so much. That's what people come to this podcast for. So you head back to find Walter the Immoral at the predetermined location. Ooh, what is it? What's our predetermined location? I know you get to decide, I guess. Ooh, we it, are we going back to his home? I think that's where all the kids are. No, Matt, they're fugitives from our dads. Yeah, they're they're, they're driving right around on that motorcycle. To their house? They're like oh, a shit. cool road gang, you know? They got ride. They gotta be free. They gotta be so free to do Before you guys head to the Balls Deep, I presume you were like, hey, in like seven days, meet yeah, us at this rendezvous. At. So like, where did What's you What's our pick? cool rendezvous I think Walter point? picked it because he knows the area. Don't, you coward. <laughs> Just the, smallest, the smallest amount of world building I put in the, under your plate and you flick it back at me. <laughs> hey, I got it. I got it. We meet him behind this waterfall that we saw because I've always wanted oh. to have like a scene behind mm. a waterfall. Oh, cool. Okay. Oh, no, wait, wait, okay. wait, wait. Can I plus one that? What if this is? It's called ass sweat. <laughs> oh my it's goodness. called the ass sweat falls. It's very close to balls ball deep. Falls by balls deep. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's the one waterfall in this fantasy world that doesn't have a secret cave full of treasure behind it. Yeah, it's just a regular <laughs> cave behind it's, it. It's a normal not, waterfall that's not actually has, has a lot of space behind the waterfall, so you're constantly getting like pelted with water. They're just camped out next to the waterfall because no one ever comes to this waterfall because there's no cool treasure. But cave. we said meet behind it because no one comes to this waterfall. Oh, I won't play okay. That. So I won't we're all just that. squeezed in behind the waterfall. It's like in a lost world when they're hiding from the T-Rex. <laughs> so as you sidle up behind the waterfall, you see all the kids are, are soaking wet. Soaking wet. Terry Jr. and Lark and Sparrow are playing Ninja, the like hand oh, game, the like, man. you know, slap each other's hands mm -hmm. thing. Classic. And uh, you see a lot of bruises on Terry Jr.'s hands and Lark and Sparrow are like <laughs> basically uh, unmarked. Mm. Uh, you can also see uh, actually uh, Henry roll perception. Oh, great. Might as well just, just tell me to just fucking sh shit my hand here. I got a 15. So you can immediately see that A, Walter has a beard now. And <laughs> Whoa, frogs grow beards? Yeah, That's to show the time cool. has passed. And B, <laughs> Lark and Sparrow have tattoos on their arms. Excuse me? <laughs> so fucking metal. 
I one of them has a tattoo that says Sparrow, and one of them has a tattoo that says Lark. Okay, and they're the reverse. They're absolutely reverse. Yes, yeah, fucking right. I, I do. I need to roll another perception to tell them apart. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> they do it wrong. I got a twelve. Okay, with twelve you can see. So I, I rush out and I say, my two beautiful boys. I, what in tarnation? What the heck is this? Are these are these tattoos? And I grab their arms and look at them. They are indeed, Father. We felt that it would be highly appropriate to honor the person that we love most with a tattoo of their name. And so I, Sparrow, have a tattoo of my brother, Lark. And I, Lark, have a tattoo of my brother, Sparrow. And so we shall always be united in flesh and soul. Oh, I got to admit, that's, that's that pretty much melts Henry's heart. And he says... Okay, I mean, I think you're a little young for tattoos, boys, but that's a very wholesome reason to get a tattoo. So in the future, you know, you have autonomy over your bodies, but like, I would appreciate a heads up just so as your parent, I can make sure that whatever you want to do, you're doing it in a safe way that you feel supported. Because I know a thing or two about tattoos going south. So like, you know, the, I just, I just, I just wish in the future that I think we all need to communicate to each other as a family both ways before we make big choices like this. Henry, you got some tats? Oh yeah, I have. Uh, it's a long story, and I show him the Mercedes Benz tattoo <laughs> on my back. It's uh, it's for it's because uh, my wife's name Mercedes. You know, it's yeah. like a cool thing to have. You know, okay. Lark says, of, "Of course, of course." So I should ask permission, or simply tell you that I am also going to get a skull tattooed on my chest, very large, across uh... the entire torso, that my enemies may see death coming at them incarnate. Oh, and then your eyes could be your nipples. Exactly, exactly. Glenn understands. Why don't we talk more about that when we get back to Earth, okay? Once we get back home, it's just I also think we need to, we, your mom needs to be a part of these conversations too. So, you know, I think that's probably the way we need to handle that. I was thinking the other day about how, like, insane it was that Henry's tattoo artist accidentally did the Mercedes sign instead of the peace sign. Like, what kind of person, like, doesn't know how to do a peace sign? Like, that is so upsetting that you could pay money and somebody could be like, whoops, I accidentally did this car instead of, like, the peace sign. <laughs> but they look really similar. But point of fact, I, every time I try to draw the peace sign, I'm like, wait a second. Yeah, you're drawing on the- paper, not somebody's flesh permanently. And you're not tattoo like- artist. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he could fix it. But he just hasn't. Okay. Walter sidles up to you guys. Goes, I'm sorry about the tattoos. I didn't. What? I didn't realize what they were doing. They did they, they, they just stick and poke to each other before I could tell you what got, was going Walter, on. Walter, you gotta speak up. Glenn, we're outside of the waterfall, man. Just come out here. You can be able yeah, to hear me. We hear you guys. It's we get cool get though. Glenn, Glenn is very funny. We get here. what you're doing, but you know we're all out here. Back here, it's so cool. There's nothing in the cave. I'm coming out. Hey man, what's up? So, you got a towel, Walter? so Walter, I I do have. How did they? How do they get tattoos? They're just a stick and poke thing. I have some ink and quill and some stuff that I lie around to like to like. As you can see, I've done some visual design work on the the motorcycle. And, uh, and so, it, did they tattoo each other, or did you tattoo them? Oh, they tattooed. Each other. I never would have would have tattooed them. That's that's how not, did they that's learn how place. to make tattoos? That's like a prison tattoo thing. Boys, how did you learn how to make tattoos? Both of them in unison. YouTube. Mm. <laughs> it's like in Gladiator, Maximus. Man, they don't even have phones. I don't know how they're muttering to himself. It seemed that they had researched it before they came to this world, and we're just waiting for an excuse. Hey, uh, Terry Junior, are, are those tattoos on your on your knuckles and hands there? No, this is bruises. From from them, they hit me really hard. Oh, Terry, as your stepdad always tells you, never start a fight, always finish them. Uh, I uh, I actually haven't done either. 
I watched you finish a fight with what I thought was my dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ron, you've done some yeah, fights. Yeah, Ron, you kicked that guy's ass. Yeah, Ron, that was a Master Chief Halo finish the fight shit. <laughs> well, that wasn't a fight, son. That was a war. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking hard thing to say. That's a hard-ass thing to say. <laughs> I, I, well, I just meant that before I came into this world and be, became the... The strong, sturdy man you see before you, I wasn't much of a, a physical being. And, uh, you know, that's, there's nothing, I mean, yeah, you should play them again and fucking kick their asses. <laughs> hey, Walter, how's it been going running? Like, have you, have you guys been safe? Like, how's it been taking care of the kids? Like any word from our dads or anything? No, I, I haven't heard anything from your dads directly, but I've definitely run into a couple of their, their bounty hunters. We've been in some some tough scrapes, some fun sort of side adventures that could be explored in like a graphic novel <laughs> format or some other sort of <laughs> media. <laughs> definitely a lot of self-contained fun stories with these kind of characters that don't need to be in the main campaign. To have a lot of those. Hey, Walter, we heard something from one of our dads. Oh, yeah? What was that? My dad. And guess what? What? <laughs> I pick up paid it. I go... Here he is. But behind Peyton? No, it's Peyton. Peyton's my dad. It's wild, right? Uh, Peyton's an eight-year-old boy. That's not your but dad. But he's got, so, you know, we don't need to explain. It's a little complicated. But yeah, the soul of my dad is in Peyton. He doesn't have his memories or anything yet. But if we break the bull that Glenn has over there, then uh, his memories will uh, go back in uh, Peyton. So just thought you should know. It's pretty cool. Oh, so could you not do that, though? Because Peyton's my son. He's my boy. Yeah, I know. We're, we're, we well, haven't done it yet yeah, either. Maybe, I, he's, I feel uh, you. maybe he's your son, but he's my half-brother and uh, Daryl's father. So we've all got sort of a, a little soap opera tie around him. And he's sort of the, <laughs> the ultimate patriarch, if you will. Sort of the daddy of us all. Wait a second, guys. If Peyton is Daryl's father mm -hmm. and your brother no he's not ron's brother walter's son does that mean that daryl that walter is your step grandfather the doctor was a uh, woman <laughs> <laughs> i guess i guess so but wow. i think just you know from me to you man I, I i feel like i went about this wrong way but uh i think we kind of have to keep Peyton with us i'm a little foggy on that i'll be honest because it feels like you know I don't know where we're going next. I was going to kind of suggest that we maybe go see about my anchor next, because like ever since I looked at the the thing that will not be named and Henry goes pale for a second, I, it's been a little harder to concentrate. I feel like I maybe evoked oh, the something. Poop. No! Ah! Ah! Ron, how can you just say it? You saw it too. Henry, take a D4 of damage. Mm. Wait, I can use like, Henry, there's this movie that I saw on Disney <laughs> Channel years ago called Iron Will. Uh-huh. Inserting a thing later about Iron Will that I will look up. <laughs> wow. Wow. What a cool and specific reference that you definitely came up with off the top of your head and oh, didn't man. insert later by re-looking it up and recording it, uh, Glenn. Yeah, I know. I just have those off the top of my dome. So, you know, like... Man, roll. that's so... That's, I'm going to think of a really good joke for this moment later, so we can just add, add that into... I'm going to think of a whole story arc and sort of yeah. stuff for you guys to do, later. Can we just... Can we actually just write all the dialogue? Now an ad for the new podcast that I'll be doing later. <laughs> okay, I got two damage. So he took two damage. Uh, no, I, I hear you, Henry. I guess the only thing is we don't know a lot about what your dads are doing. It does feel like... No insult to you, uh, Walter, but it feels like we probably don't want my dad's soul to get taken by Willie and, and those guys. It feels like he's probably safest... Like with us, uh, I'm just. I, 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 but then, I, when, by that logic, aren't all of our kids more safe with us, Daryl? Because like our dads don't want to kill. Like, no, no, I know, but your dads don't want to kill our kids. 
We don't know what they want to do with. If you want to spend some time with your dad, I think that's wonderful. But I think you could just, you know, maybe shoot straight about I mean, it. That's all. Peyton's like, yeah, son. Do you want to just hang out with your old man with your pops? <laughs> Always we'll throw the ball around. I'll teach you how to shave. I mean, yeah, that too. I mean, honestly, I mean, having pain around is dope. I just, you know, anyways, that's all. We don't know what the dads want. I just don't want. I, just, well, I mean, it's, it's up to you, I guess. Like, he's my son, but he's your dad. So I feel like it's only fair if you could decide whether you want to keep him or not. But I mean, we're a team. We can put up the vote. It just feels like he's got a big magical thing here with us that we don't want to lose. I guess maybe we could ask him and in, in that he's wise and that he's your dad, but he's also sort of young and with it because he's uh, also a kid. Sort of. Well, I definitely want to stick around because the chances of getting into a rowdy, rowdy fight with you boys is about a thousand times higher than with Daddy Walter. So, sorry, Walter. You raise a good point, which is that if we meet someone along our journey who can separate Payton's soul from your dad's soul, mm-hmm. it'd be nice if we didn't have to come all the way back to the waterfall yeah. to get him and bring him back. Like, that seems like something we might want to do lickety split. But, Henry, you do bring up a good point, I gotta say, about... Hey, Walter, I can't help but realize that you couldn't even stop our kids from getting tattoos and beating up one of our other kids. Wait, who got beat up? Who got beat up? Nobody got beat up. They're playing a game. Look at Terry Jr. Nobody got Look beat up. Knuckles. Your secret's safe with me, kiddo. Sorry, he's not feeling too well. He got kind of beat up. I didn't get beat up. I just, they hit me on the hands hard. That's all. They just hit harder than I it's expected. Okay. It's okay. It's okay, buddy. Larkin, Sparrow, come here, boys. Mm, yes. Now, I'm sure you guys meant that you were horsing around with Terry Jr., but, you know, it's a game. You can't hit people too hard, okay? Father, in the rules of ninja, you must strike to kill with mm. intent. And indeed we have, and indeed we did. We have not lost a single game Sparrow, of ninja. I'm going to ask you, were you trying to kill Terry? I was trying to, to win in such a way that he, as a character in the game, did not live anymore. I see. But how much does him not living in the game have to do with, like, how hard you hit him? Like, if it's all in the game, then, you know, hit him really hard in your imagination, but maybe just Exa- give him a little oh. tap. You know, that way you guys I can suppose. play longer, too, you know? I received his consent. He said it was fine. Mm, well, you know, sometimes people say things are fine because they're embarrassed because it hurts a lot, you know? Then I lean in and whisper like, just ask Grant about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Grant Grant is just standing in the waterfall still and water just on his head. Oh, He's just God. standing there getting drenched. Terry has nothing to be embarrassed about. He's a good boy, never been embarrassed and if I need to kick the shit out of your kids, I'll, I'll do it. Ron, I don't think anyone up. needs to kick the shit out of anyone. I'll, I'll Why don't you guys- destroy your kids. I'll Immediately f- they fucking take stances. <laughs> They're like, bring it, sir. This is the day we've been waiting for since we met you and your mustache. By the way, Daryl, seeing that Grant is just sitting there under the waterfall, Daryl's like, oh, good idea. And he takes his shirt off and he goes to go under the <laughs> waterfall. Too. He's like, guys, kind of clean up. <laughs> nice shower down here. Wait, uh, Ron sees Daryl take off his shirt and he thinks it must be like some sort of like fighting thing. Like, bro, I'm taking off my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone put their shirts on. Why? I just, I just, I miss the rain. I just like getting. Glenn peels off his shirt, revealing rippling abs underneath. <laughs> no. God. Grant turns around for that one. (laughs) Uh, Henry says to Larkin Sparrow, he's like, I'm not really a big fan of you guys playing this violent game. Like, I feel like, why don't you and Terry play like a compliment game where we see like who can give each other like the most self-esteem lifting, life-affirming compliment. Okay. Terry Jr., you are very good at withholding pain. That's, I guess that's a compliment. That's a start. Um, Nailed it. I am the best. And he immediately slaps Lark across the face and he goes, ha ha. Gosh darn it. All right. Oh, jeez. Henry, I'm going to compliment your boys so good they're going to die. I I don't know. Bring it, coward. 
you're got you got two of the same person. Blessings. Uh, g- congratulations. <laughs> now die. Prepare for a counterattack, Ronald. You have the ability to talk with your son and an emotional vulnerability that most adults can only aspire to. Hiya! That's great. See how much more fun <laughs> this is. Ron dies. <laughs> <laughs> we fucking destroyed him. Walter's like, so yeah, where are you guys gonna be next? Just so I know in case there's an emergency or whatever. There is Oakvale, right? Where Henry's thing was. That seems like a weird coincidence. Hmm. Yeah, that is weird. I think about it. There was uh, the meth bay where I think Glenn's anchor was. And then there was Swankery Hill where uh, Ron's was. Daryl's been uh, climbing up the waterfall, by the way, this whole time. Uh, Sorry, what? With all the strength of a raging river? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, look, I-, I feel like I need to sort out, maybe where if we go towards my thing, I can work through some stuff that'll get me past it. I just got anything to stop thinking about the... <sighs> anything to stop thinking about the you-know-what. Ooh, father, what did you see? I think the next stop we're going to do is the town of belly flop and Daryl jumps from 30 feet up <laughs> straight onto his belly. Oh, the poop! Ah! Another D4. God There's a potential it. roll there where you hit your dingus real hard and you yes. Yeah, I think, I think definitely roll constitution or dexterity. Up to you. I rolled uh, 18 plus Whoa. Damn. Six. Jesus. So 24. When you belly flop, it is the water that gets hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I pop up like nothing happened. Like I don't even sink. I just hit the water like jello. <laughs> and then I just roll onto my back like somehow. And then I just like <laughs> do a backstroke over to the shore and I get up and I put my arm around Henry. I go, yeah, man, I think if that's where you want to go, I think it's Henry's turn, baby. Let's do this. Okay. I agree because uh, I've noticed that when I'm not the dad that's getting the most attention, uh, uh, people think that I'm a good dad. And so if I'm just not, <laughs> if I'm just not uh, having to be a dad in an active sense, then people just like things go pretty well for me, uh, except for the poop. I think we all are probably going to need to do our stuff first to help Ron do his thing. That's kind of my vibe. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, you guys taught me a lot about opening up. Do you guys want to open up about my poop? It feels like you've no, brought that up saying, a lot. Oh, Another G4. God, I, oh, I, it hurts. Look, Daryl, I just... <sighs> There was something I can't talk about it. And I just wish you would respect that and not bring it up. I will deal with it eventually. To Mm -hmm. quote one of my favorite people, we'll talk about it later. Mm, Okay. (laughs) Ooh, father's winning the compliment game now. (laughs) Destroy him, father. (laughs) All right. It does feel like something that Willie did, but we'll we'll have to deal with that later. But okay. In that case, you're going to be taking uh, Larkin Sparrow with you. I presume I will take Grant. Oh, never mind. <laughs> oh, this will be a fight that I. Oh, oh, we are going to destroy you slowly, piece by piece. Your entire I, I, psyche boys, will turn into chocolate in our mouths. Okay, okay. Look, we're going to be going. This is our first time since we got separated that we're going on like a big adventure together. Indeed. And I'm going to need you both to be real grown ups, okay? I need you both to be on really good behavior. And it's going to be really dangerous out there. And I know that you think that danger is fun and like a way to challenge yourself, but like you could get really hurt. You know, Lark Sparrow could get really hurt and Sparrow Lark could get really hurt or I could get really hurt and if we have to come back to your mom and say that you know we got hurt or somebody god forbid something really bad happened to them she's just gonna be heartbroken you know and do you want to disappoint your mom like that no do you want your mom thinking that you know we hurt ourselves real bad because we were being goofballs no okay then Sparrow and Lark is like I think mother would like to know that we were centurions out in the war Defending her honor and our own victory at every possible turn. Well, you know, I think she would be very proud of I us. I think you're right. I think your mother would be very proud if you were brave and disciplined 
and respectful the way that a centurion is. You know, I remember seeing this movie 300, and while I wasn't like super hip with like a lot of the broader <laughs> That's themes. That's a dope movie, yeah, Henry. Uh, so it was racially problematic. One thing you got to say about those Spartans is that they were disciplined and they controlled themselves. And, and they killed they, the weakest kids. And, and they, <laughs> yes! <laughs> he kicks the dude in the well. Hey, can oh, you, man. can you guys just give me a second here? I just, Lark, I, you are my warrior. Thank but you. part of Thank a warrior you. means like controlling yourself and it means having focus and it means not dying or getting hurt in a stupid way of course you know we all need to be a team here and being a warrior is about being a team right yes absolutely all right team warrior team oak warriors go team go team it's going to be o-a-k-i-l-l well it's gonna be if if i-l-l stands for i love lark and i pat him (laughs) on the shoulder and sparrow we're team o-kills Team O'Kills is a delightful nickname for us. Team O'Kills on three. One, two, three. Team Team O'Kills. I just want to say that 300 was the first radar movie that Grant got to see because Daryl convinced Carol that it was historical and important. (laughs) So the moment he brought it up. Grant convinced Daryl that he was asking over and over and over. Yes, Grant loves it, obviously, also because of the freaking hot dudes. But I just want to say in the background, Grant and Daryl are definitely doing this as Sparta over and over again (laughs) in the pool. Like, like he's just kicking Daryl into the water and then Daryl gets him and then he kicks him into the water. <laughs> just doing it. Walter D. Morrell bids Larkin Sparrow temporary adieu and hands them off into your custody. And if you guys want to leave, you can just leave now and head for Oakvale. I just want really quick, Walter. Again, just want to double check. Yeah. You're, you're good, right? Like, this is my kid. Like, great. Grant, look, Grant, you're look, okay? You were giving me some shit about the tattoos and stuff like that. I didn't explain. The tattoo thing happened while we were dodging arrows from a bounty hunter, and Wait, I what? was skillfully weaving us away from his attacks, okay? Like, I'm pretty much nailing it. Sorry, you guys got shot at by a bounty hunter? Many times, yes. Oh, wow. Well, gosh, that sounds really we scary. We are wanted people. Hey, thank you for keeping our kids alive, man. I appreciate it. No problem, it. man. No problem. Let's all say bye to our kids. Can we all say bye to our kids? Yes, do that. Okay. I go, On hey, three. Hey, Nick. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> bye, <laughs> kids. <laughs> I go, hey, Nick, you good? Yeah, I, I feel like I'm fucking killing it. Hell yeah, baby. I throw the horns. It was like on his own, kind of just like playing air guitar. <laughs> Hell yeah. The second he saw you. <laughs> Hell yeah. I throw him the horns. He throws the horns back. God, I have the coolest kid, everybody. Ron goes to like ninja swipe Terry Jr., but he hits him a little bit too hard on the hand. And then he's like, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I was just. What are you doing? Uh, no, I. You know, you gotta. Uh, you, you practice your you skills. See my hands bruised. I, that hurt even more. I'm. I'm sorry. Well, I'll catch you later, kiddo. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess you will. Jeez, Louise. Okay. So as you turn away from Terry, Terry turns to look at Grant and like sort of goes over and starts talking to him, and you can't hear what they're saying. I walk over to Grant, who I guess is talking to Terry Jr. <laughs> All right. Well, then you hear Terry Jr. go, "Hey, are you okay?" And then you show up, so he stops talking. <laughs> oh. Oh, hey, hey, Terry Jr. Hey, man, I just want to say bye to Grant real quick. But you, okay, you can, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll leave you guys. Okay, I mean, you can has, stay. It's away. all cool. It's not like a secret. Okay. Uh, hey, Grant, you going to be good with just Walter? I mean, it's probably safer here than, than with us. I just want to make sure you're doing okay. Uh, I think I think I'll probably be fine if he can keep them. If he can keep the twins safe, I'm sure he can, yeah. you know. It's probably going to be a lot calmer. Honestly, Grant, compared, you know, Walter and Terry Jr. and Nick, I feel like you're probably the most responsible one of all these people. So... You know, just hanging there, kid. So I just want to give you a quick, and I take off uh, my watch. I go, this was, don't don't let Peyton see it, because I know he's going to want it, because it's my dad's watch. It's definitely not Peyton's watch, okay? <laughs> so I look, and I go, this is my dad's watch, and, you know, I want you to have it. Um, you know, I've always worn it around my thing. Just, you know, keep good care of it. Worn it around and, your uh, thing. 
I'm sorry. Ron <laughs> might dick. Yes, Ron. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was Ron Beth, over your shoulder yeah. saying that. Beth would never say something so awful. Grant like doesn't take it from you. I mean, he's like, I this seems like a I'm gonna if I'm gonna die thing. I don't wanna that's I don't Oh like, no, 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 no. My dad gave it to me actually when I like the first day of, of Little League, like it's just meant a lot yeah, to him and he wanted me, me this to have Rolex before he died. when I played baseball. <laughs> it wasn't a Rolex, Glenn. Why is everybody listening, Glenn? It wasn't a Rolex. This is a Everybody's nice in watch. the bush. They just know that when you're near Grant, they need to hide in a bush and eavesdrop. <laughs> it's just a nice watch. It's not a big deal, Grant. I mean, it is. It's it's great, but like I should have given it to you sooner. It's just, you know, you need to watch. I know everybody's got iPhones and whatnot now. It's not a big deal, but like, you know, it's it's my dad's watch. I just want you to have it. Okay. Because I'm proud of you and, and you've done a lot in the world, you know, here right now. I would like you to wear it. I'd like you to have it. You don't have to wear it. You can, you can do whatever you want with it. I just want you to have it. <laughs> okay. So Grant takes it and he goes, I, all right, thanks. I, I appreciate it. And he puts it on. Can can your old man have a hug? God. All right. Yeah. I put right, my arms out, please. Can you put your shirt on first? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course I put my shirt on. All right. All right. Yeah. Bring, bring it. When I hug him, I go, bear hug. You're no. going to get wet. Salmon. And I jump into the lake with him. <laughs> and he goes into the water with you. Ruining your dad's because, watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Immediately breaks your dad's watch. Oh, my God. I, come, I was like, by the way, that watch has not worked for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> damn it, dad. He just shouted. God damn it, dad. But he's like, you know, everybody's laughing at him. And he's got that like kind of performative anger that children mm-hmm. have where they're basically trying not to laugh, but they're still angry. Kind of thing. Daryl walks away and he went specifically in the water because he's hiding all the tears he has as he's walking away from Oh my Grant. God. <laughs> it's a big soft Wow. Point. Emotionally open, Daryl, is like a <laughs> scary, intense energy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we just uncork something and it's all coming out now. Unless there's anything else you'd like to do, you head off for Oakvale. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Dungeons & Dice is brought to you this week by Rocket Money. Listen, you have subscriptions that you forgot about? I guarantee you, you have subscriptions that you're paying for, you're paying for every month that you don't even use anymore. Or sometimes you sign up for something and you sign up for something and the, the day later you don't even realize it. Rocket Money can cancel those subscriptions for you in a single click and they'll even help negotiate lower bills for you by up to 20 percent you just submit a picture of bill and rocket money takes care of the rest they'll deal with the customer service for you rocket money for those of you who don't know personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings you can see all of your subscriptions in one place with one tap and if you see something you don't want you just help cancel it just by tapping your fingers and their dashboard shows you monthly spending compared to last month so you can see where your habits are see how you're doing see how the trend lines are going they can help you create a custom budget and keep your spending on track. Rocket Money is over 5 million users and saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all the app's features. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash daddies. That's rocketmoney.com slash daddies, rocketmoney.com slash daddies. Dungeons and Daddies is brought to you this week by KiwiCo. It's time. Kiwico. It's summertime. 
You ever do outdoor stuff in the summer? I would ride bikes. No, I've never gone outside. No, what, never gone. What, well, what uh, not, outside? In, not in Phoenix. Yeah. Did you bike ride when you were like out in the summer or would you just bake? So when I was in Tucson, when I was like bike riding age and yeah, we would just bake alive. The asphalt was so hot. And then by the time I was in Phoenix, I was in college, you know, who rides bikes? I do to get to class and yeah. to get to other places. And it was very hot. Yes. So okay. KiwiCo is inviting kids and kids at heart to enjoy their first ever summer adventure series. Ooh. Kids from two years old to teens can receive six hands-on science and art project kits over six weeks with enriching content and fun activities to accompany each project. They have something for everyone and they offer different topics for each age, whether your child wants to explore space Hell or learn yeah. about dinosaurs yes. or learn about how dinosaurs were killed by an object from oh space. Oh I do have to say, looking at the KiwiCo website, there is a physics project for kids age five and up that is pinball? Are you freaking kidding Yo, me? Look at this marble oh, roller coaster. KiwiCo encourages kids to get outside, explore, and to stay off their screens. Awesome projects from the Summer Adventure Series like the Bottle Rocket Kit, where you build an actual bottle rocket, but not the kind that you light with a lighter. Help to turn the outdoors into a playground of learning and fun. And, and Matt, as the parent in the room here, yeah, keeping your kid busy and creatively challenged. Constant struggle, yeah. especially if you're trying to avoid those screens. Then you got it. That's you gotta, the problem is that screens made them. Oh my it's God. A really screens easy make it way. so easy, but you want to avoid those screens. So you got to come up with fun stuff to do activities cool. and like, look, you got a whole range, but you know how like you think you're prepared and you've got like a whole list of things you're like these activities this is going to last until my kids in college. No, you were now them by like age no. four. Kiwico does like, like, all the marshmallows with no. toothpicks and all the all the like make your own water. But I've done all these things. Kiwico's doing that legwork for you, so you can spend quality time just tackling the projects together. It must be nice, Matt, to be able to do these and just be like, I don't have to think; I can just play with do it. it. Convenient and personalized, you'll receive either all your summer adventure crates at once or weekly for six weeks. Build the best summer ever with Kiwico. Get twenty percent off on your summer adventure series at kiwico.com/slash/summerdaddies. That's the best code we've gotten That's so really far. Good. That's really Twenty percent off your summer. Summer adventure at Kiwi, K I W I C O dot com slash summer daddies. One word, summer daddies. Okay, so then you ride for a reasonable amount of time. Do if we you encounter roll any, any encounter. wolves? <laughs> yeah, do you want to roll an encounter? Yeah, again? let's you do can. it. I want to do another do encounter. It. I got a six. Three wolves appear on the trail in front of you. Three handsome, beautiful wolves. <laughs> I cast Wild Shape and turn into a wolf. And then I cast okay. speak with animals and I go up to the walls. And I say, hey, guys. And then he goes and lives with them for the rest of his life. Hey, <laughs> these guys are cool. I'm with them. All right. We're, we're just going to go walk this way. All right. Roll persuasion. I'm like holding my axe. Are they cool, Henry? Uh, Henry goes because he's a wolf. And he, as many people pointed out to me, cannot talk to humans when he's in wild shape. <laughs> Henry, can I pet one? And Henry's like looking like, no, like, don't ruin this for me. This is not this is still a touch and go situation. Henry got a 20 on his persuasion. Jesus. Wow. So uh, the wolves are like, yeah, all right, cool. Do they sniff Henry's butt? I sniff their butts for sure. Yeah. And they I'm go like, around a circle, everybody sniffing butts. Here's what happens is I sniff the first wolf's butt and I go, nice to meet you, Steven. And then I sniff the second <laughs> wolf's butt and I go, ah, Tiffany, nice to meet you. And then it's like, as you can tell, my name is Henry. <laughs> Be well on your way. Walk the way of the wolf. Wait, and, I, uh, I want to pet them first. Uh, my human friend, Ron, would like to pet you. Is that okay? With a, with a nat 20, uh, the, the wolves go like, yeah, all right. Uh, so I look to Ron and I do like. I spend a half hour petting the wolves. <laughs> <laughs> which way you? Uh, which way you guys headed? Oh, yeah. As wolves of the land, do you know anything about a place called Oakvale? Oh, yeah. We try not to go. We try not to go there. Oh, why not? It's like just a lot of really tedious people. 
tedious people. <laughs> what does that? What do you mean by tedious? Like they're just, you'll you'll see when you get there. They're just all a big pain, and they love to eat like vegetables and stuff. So it's safe to be there. So we like tried to live there for a while, mm. but they just with the with the dancing and the petting <laughs> and the like touching and it's a whole it's a whole. Oh, thing. that sounds kind of nice though. I don't. Well, then you should have a great time. Mm, okay. Well, thank you for this information. May you be well, wolves. Okay. We just say bye, but. That's <laughs> I'm definitely a fellow wolf. I'm not a human in disguise. And I, and I, and I'm like, go, 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 go. Yeah, that's, that's also something we say. <laughs> like reverse, not a wolf Twitter. That was like the wolf equivalent of like Will like bowing to somebody. It's like, we don't bow. So after a little bit, a day or so of travel, you come across a beautiful forest of trees. And it's unlike a lot of other forests you've seen in that every single tree once you pay attention to it, once you really start looking, they're all like identical. They all are like, Weird. they're angled in different directions and stuff, but they all have the same little knots on the trunks. They all have the same number ah. of branches, the same arrangement of leaves. So it's like Skyrim? Behold, the forest of Clone Brush. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Clone Brush Forest. <laughs> The tree on its own is like the May plus ultra of trees. It's like the quintessential tree that springs to mind when you think of like what a beautiful tree looks like, but sort of copied and pasted over and over again, it loses a little bit of its impact and feels like having dessert. For, looks like for, a for control dinner. C control tree sort of situation. Fuck am I right? right? All right. You get, you get advantage for that. Fuck off. Despite it being bad. What that was, you get advantage <laughs> for that. Despite that, you get advantage. As you get closer to the center of this forest, you hear singing. Many voices, old and young, male and female and non-binary, all sort of singing harmoniously uh, together with one another. It's a looping melody of like three or four seconds that is very pleasant at first. But as you get closer and you start hearing it a little bit more, it's beginning to get just, just like a little bit irritating. Yeah, I know what it sounds like. It's ba da ba da ba da That's exactly what it is. Wow, is that? What is this place? Look at all these trees. They're like, they're identical. Hey, Henry, you're like a geologist, man. How does this, is that like? You don't know tree science. That's though, not right? trees, Glenn. You know, I, I've known a couple biologists and treeologists. I can't remember what the technical term is. I'll I'll record that in later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Lark and Sparrow are twins. I guess you could have twin trees, and this is like a lot of trees that have the same DNA. I guess it's possible. I mean, you know a garden witch that knows a lot of trees, so maybe they're just related oh, to yeah. these other you know, trees. No, that's a great idea. I grab a leaf and I say, hey, Aaron. And Aaron's face appears on the veins of the leaf and she goes what it is hey Aaron can you see if I hold this leaf up yes what's the deal with these trees they're all identical oh gross ew Oh, you're in Oakvale, I guess. Yeah, we're right? in, we're heading towards Oakvale to find my anchor. There's a sort of mysterious singing going on as well. Well, the singing I don't know, but the, whatever's going on with the trees, they were essentially magically designed. You know, a normal tree, you grow it, it comes to fruition. It's a natural process. It has its own life. It's a beautiful thing. That's why I love trees. But whatever the hell this is, is like someone found a tree that they liked and basically took the form of it and magically made it over and over and over and over again just because they thought it was aesthetically pleasing. Like whatever place you're was designed it's not natural wow so we're like in the ikea forest kind yeah of. like we're in a prefab forest oh that's very unsettling can you control them Aaron? no no i can't because they're not connected to the earth oh. I can, if i found the original one i could control that one but all the facsimiles now hmm 
and I don't control them. Like I talk to them. They're people. Yeah, yeah, they're you like, know what you know. I mean. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just my whole worldview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Aaron. Hey, anything else you can tell us about Oakvale as we're heading there? These wolves told me it was really boring. Yeah. No, I've heard that people there are like a lot. I've heard they're like. <laughs> so yeah i mean i can't i yeah you i would be very very careful back in our world there's a group of people that are really a lot and they live by a silver lake in the city (laughs) of angels (laughs) if i'm not saying it should happen but if worse comes to the worst and you end up like killing them all and burning the forest down my trees are still looking for a place to chill that is like cool. And, are you like, saying really nice. you want me to commit tree I, genocide I, or I'm tree not, gentrification? First of all, for, <laughs> like, first of all, what first the of all fuck? treason was right there. First of all, treason. second of all, no, I'm just saying where you guys go, rowdy things happen. So if it does happen, just let me know. This I'm is not why saying, I didn't think we should have split the money with her. She's a murderer. I'm not saying do a murder. I'm just saying if if a murder happened, game, you would benefit from it. You're saying wipe out the local population so your trees can move in. That is called settler colonialism. And I bid you good day. And I hang up the leaf. <laughs> Hell yeah, Henry. <laughs> yes. All right. We got enough of that back home. We don't need to bring that crap here. Let's go on, guys. I'm ticked off now. She's a wheeze. I, I hope she'll still help us when we ask for help, though. <laughs> <laughs> she probably will. <laughs> um, if you continue toward the singing, if you want to, like, move stealthily, you can to sort of not be noticed. You just have to roll for that. Or you can just, like, walk in like you own the place. I think we should be cautious. There's a movie. I think it's called Midsummer on Earth. I didn't watch it because it looked really scary. But like, you know, if you, you sometimes you hear happy singing in a forest and you think, oh, that's nice. But if it's a little creepy, you should be cautious. I would recommend. That's the a- Shakespeare movie, right? Yeah. I don't think there's ever been a situation where if you heard weird singing in the forest, that ever ends up good. So well, I, I mean, agree. there's we always should- there's the Renaissance Festival. That's a good thing. We can send Ron in. Ron's stealthy. We can have Ron scouted out. Oh, so that's we don't not get a the bad idea. Ron, do you think you could scout this out? Maybe I could go along with Ron as like a little bird or something like that. That's true. So that we could maybe get an eye on the place and I can help out Ron if he gets in trouble. Yeah. All right. Let's see. How am I going to be stealthy? I think I'll just sort of uh, walk quietly toward the sound. <laughs> That's a good start. Yeah. Master of stealth. Yes. Before we do that, I turn to Daryl and I say, Daryl, this is very, very important. Mm-hmm. I need you to put 99.9% of your energy into making sure my sons don't follow me into that forest. Because the second I leave, they're going to try to just go do something crazy like they always do. And I am entrusting you to be their dad in, in temporum. Henry, I put my hand on his shoulder. I'm like, Henry, you're the QB. I'm the center. Those two kids, your two kids, they're the front line of the other team. They're not getting near you. Okay. Don't you worry. I'm stopping them. I appreciate it. And I'm going to treat them like my own kids. Nothing's going to happen to them. Glenn is already playing ninja with them. <laughs> Boys? And I... They're but, like, yes, yes, but, yes, And I refer to all three of you, I guess, when I say that. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to go scout out this singing with Ron. Mr. Wilson is in charge, so you need to listen to him and do what he says, okay? What? No. No. Glenn, what are you, I Glenn? Glenn, Glenn, come, do that Glenn come on. Help out here. What? I mean, we're playing ninja. Okay. No, that's cool. You guys can play ninja. You guys you can, can play, play ninja. ninja with Mr. Close. Okay, game on. Ow. Ow. Oh, he's a, he's a sneaky one. Okay. I yeah. like him. I like this one. 
Okay. Don't worry, I think as long as they're doing this, they're not going to go okay, anywhere. Okay, good talk, boys. Ron, let's roll. Daryl, by the way, jumps into Ninja. I mean, he's competitive and he loves freaking games like this. So he's just <laughs> jumping in. And they say, ooh, big boy. <laughs> and they immediately gang up on you. I turn into a cricket and I sit on Ron's shoulder. Aww. Oh, nice. God. <laughs> give him life advice. Okay, Ron, give me a stealth check. That is a 17 plus... Ooh. 24 or whatever yeah, eight. Rowdy boy. <laughs> you love to see it. You really okay, do. So with that banger of a stealth roll, you manage to get pretty close to the singing, and you can see that in the center of this forest, there is basically a little sort of civilization that has been created in the center of these trees. In the distance, you can see a um, big temple, and you seem to be in a residential town sort of area, but everything is all tents. You just see a lot of tents right next to each other. You see somebody grilling asparagus. You see somebody brewing kombucha over on the side. You see uh, uh, a bunch of, like, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Dirty hippies. You see, you, you, you see all, uh, what seems to be a sustainable, very healthy commune of people. And right now they're all dancing around in a circle, just sort of singing the Nokia ringtone <laughs> to each other over and over again. And you can also actually roll a uh, perception. Oh, yes. The two perception dum-dums. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whoops. Um, I got an 18. I got a 16. So you can see that while everything around you is this like beautiful, lush, verdant shade of green, like Windows 95 default desktop levels of like picturesque. <laughs> bliss. <laughs> of bliss. In the distance you can see that there is a rather large and unusual looking metal door sort of set into the ground like flush. Like it's like a door. A hatch. (laughs) Yeah, actually kind of, I guess. Yeah, there's a hatch. But what's inside this one is hopefully better. Fucking, so I'm calling your shot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's a a guy at a terminal. Big fucking deal. It's a Trader Joe's. (laughs) It's a Trader Joe's. All that stuff that I just described to you, that's sort of like the second thing you notice. The first thing that you notice is that all of these people who are dancing around and, and singing at each other, they look a lot like Henry. Oh, they look like relatives oh, of Henry at the very least. What is... What? They all have the same colored hair. They all have very similar facial structure. They're all kind of whatever you imagine Henry looks like, dear podcast listener. Imagine that like writ large. The island of Shaggies. Um, Does Ron notice this? Yeah, both of you do. Is Henry picking up any anchor vibes? Is that going on? Yeah, you can tell that whatever you're looking for is probably either in that temple or it's in that hatch. They're all both in the same basic area of this sort of village and they're distant and it's between you and those two points of interest are all the people singing. Okay, upon seeing all of these people that look a lot like him, like a really deep-seated fear just comes over Henry and just kind of grabs him in the pit of his stomach or his thorax or whatever cricket has. (laughs) And uh, he fights it down and he has this sharp vision in his head of a door with a bunch of surging light behind it pounding open and he manages to, in his head, just keep it shut for another moment. And he looks to Ron and like he taps Ron with like a little cricket hand. What's up, Henry? And then because he can't talk because he's a cricket. Henry makes like little SWAT team gestures like with his cricket <laughs> hands to like That's adorable to suggest that we like go around this place. No. Yeah. They all look like you. That one and that one. 
<laughs> Henry shakes his head and he says, mm, and then he kind of tries to mime out again. Like he pretends to hide behind Ron and then like sneaks across to the other shoulder and then nods like you get it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I should look like you so that I could blend in here and just sort of walk across. <laughs> so, so Ron, um, digs into the dirt ahead of him and gets like whatever horrific mud, like worms and stuff that he can like dig up from the ground and just puts it all over his body. Just like whatever can make him smell absolutely horrific. Just like completely filthy. <laughs> just like end of apocalyptic YA novel filth levels. <laughs> Bleeding, openly dying, smelling like gangrenous um, intestines. Okay. Um, Damn. And then, yeah, he just walks with Cricket Henry, kind of fake cheerily trying to blend in to the rest. So are you are you going to walk like through or past the group of people or are you trying to like sneak around the trees and stuff or what's what's the story? Not sneak so much as like to be very careful behind the trees, but just sort of like quickly make a beeline for. Do you want to go for the temple? Blend in. Yeah, just had to blend in. Okay, so it's more of a deception check Mm -hmm. than a stealth check. Oh, I don't like that. Go ahead and give me one of those. (laughs) (laughs) You just fucked yourself, Uh, son. I got a 19, so go fuck yourself, dad. (laughs) Fucking shit. Okay, so you managed to confidently walk past all these other people that look a lot like Henry Oak, and uh, your nose is filled (laughs) with this. I think Ron is like, it does like a, like pumps his fist like, veggies. (laughs) (laughs) Yum. Very good. So you've made it past this initial group of these people. Uh, Where are you headed, to the hatch or to the temple? So Ron, do you go around a corner? Do you hide it all anywhere? No. So I think we're going going? to the, the temple. Okay. I'm so happy that you put your entire fate in Ron's hands. I know. I was like, shit, I can't talk to Ron. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like if you point with your little cricket hands, like yeah, I Yeah, that worked so well last time. <laughs> I tap on Ron and I point towards the temple. Like, let's check there first. Okay. And I go to the hatch. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. All right, let's go to the temple. As you get closer to the temple, Henry, you can feel inside your daddy heart that this is where your anchor is. It's somewhere in this temple. The temple is pretty tall. Like it stands out amongst everything else in the village that you've seen because everything else is very humble, very small, very low to the ground. The trees are as high as they get. You can't see the top of this temple because its roof goes above the canopy of trees. It's it's large. It seems to be made of stone, something a lot sturdier than anything else you've seen surrounded. Mm -hmm. It's uh, good thing you went there first. You can climb up to the top and get a whole, like you unlock the rest of the map if you get to the top. Yeah, and then you dive off into a big bale of hay. But yeah, uh, outside, (laughs) basically- References are only funny when I do them. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Beth had the exact same reaction when I did one. I had so checked out by that point that I just like wasn't even. (laughs) There is a big set of steps leading up to a very large ornate door with some carvings in it you can't make out from here. And standing in front of that door are two people who, again, look like relatives of Henry Oak, but they are the only people thus far that you've seen that are clad in some sort of armor and they're holding sabers. Hmm. And they're just standing there. Shit. <laughs> I need to stop being a cricket. Okay. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll jump back to the other group. How about? Can we check who's winning the game? Uh, I think that's yeah, pretty you, important right now yeah, is you, I want to know you, if I'm winning uh, Ninja. Glenn and uh, Daryl roll dexterity. Yes. Ah, Fuck shit. Glenn. Shit. Six total. Oh, God. Four plus one, five. Yes, yes. Lark is fucking annihilating all of you. <laughs> Lark rolled a 17. Lark is like the wind. You don't realize you've been hit until it already happened and his hand is Our there. Our hands are bruised up. 
Yeah, your hands are totally bruised up. He's hitting you way too hard. He did not listen to what Henry was saying. Lark, kid, man, I think soccer's is not your game. You, uh, you got the skills. You should, like, hockey? Like, look at this. Look at your, maybe tennis. Look at your freaking hand I am hand interested in no games save for the most dangerous, sir. <laughs> uh, which one's that? Hunting people. Warfare. The art of combat. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Well, you know, uh, you'll figure that out at some point. That's not really game. But yeah, let's do another round. Mm, I've grown tired of this. You are no challenge to me, you. Oh, that's because I'm not left-handed. I've been playing with my left hand the whole time. Really? Yeah. Well, then mayhaps a wager, mayhaps. And Sparrow goes, ooh, I do love a wager. Yeah, me too, but I'm going to sit this one out. <laughs> no, 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 Glennon, we need you. That's two <laughs> versus you two. If you can beat me in a game of ninja... Then I will follow my father's instructions and respect you as my elder. If I beat you, however, <laughs> I do what I wish, and we will search for our father in the singing forest. Uh, I, 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 I'm so no. happy someone else has to deal with these fucking kids for once. <laughs> <laughs> Lark, Sparrow, we can keep playing the game, but I mean, either way, you're going to have to listen to your old man. Roll dexterity again. That time, that is a straight-up natural 20. Oh, shit. You piece of shit. You <laughs> motherfucker. With plus one, so 21. I got Jesus. four, but now 20. What is he going to do? What is he going to do that I'm going to stop him? They both just went, run for it. And they just ran in the <laughs> other direction. Just, like, started sprinting. Oh, and God. I guess you caught them. I instantly ran, and I picked them both up by their collars, and I just hold them. I go, kiddos, it is dangerous. Your dad's going to be back soon. This is fun. We get to play. You get to do whatever you want with me and Glenn here. We get to play some ninja. We can play another game if you want, but you're not going after your old man. It's dangerous. You understand? And Sparrow goes, yes, perhaps the most loving thing we can do at this moment is to respect our father and our godfather, temporary father's wishes, and just stay here for the moment, Lark. And Lark is like, I will listen for now, but at some point, you will have to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. There should be just a side quest where, like, at some point, Lark and Sparrow get kidnapped by, like, bandits, and it just resolves itself. Yeah. <laughs> like, we just have a whole thing where, like, oh, no, we've lost him. It's and like that whole end- Julius Caesar side quest where Julius Caesar got kidnapped by pirates and then managed to talk yeah. his way out and then came back and killed them. Like, yes, exactly. <laughs> Tell you what, kids, how about, I know you, you want to prepare for combat. Tell you what, I saw some fish in that lake. Why don't we sharpen some sticks and we can go fishing? Fishing? Mm, yes, that's sort of like fighting, but... <laughs> against a much weaker foe. I guess I can support this. Break some sticks and I pull out the knife that I took from Payton. Payton's immediately like, whoa, 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 uh, let's not <laughs> yeah, flash that in front. It's, it's mine. Can I have that back now? I, we'll I've learned my lesson. Sure together. I'll show you guys how to carve some wood and we'll go ahead and we'll sharpen some sticks and we'll yeah, Anthony, go swimming. how do the animals behave? Are they like a Disney animals? Do they flit about like just knowingly and lovingly towards us? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So there's a lot of birds do that. You find that a couple of animals when you come up, I have the same sort of look on their face as the wolves that you met. They're just like, ugh, these people. And they're just heading in the opposite <laughs> direction. But some of the birds are like, hey, hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. Hello. Hello. Wait, you can hear them? Yeah, they speak English. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, bury the lead. So like, Daryl's like sharpening the stick and he's like, what, what did you say, Glenn? I didn't, I didn't say anything. What? Hello, hello, welcome to Oakvale. Oh, you're all so pretty and so what sweet the, what looking. What the hell is that? Look at those children. Look at the three children. I love them. Which one's cuter? Hmm, they're all so cute. I can't decide. <laughs> Glenn puts a single finger out to be like, will this bird perch on my finger? The bird immediately perches on your finger oh. and is like, at the perfect size. How are you doing? I am... Sp- sp- I was going to say Sparrow. Um, <laughs> Sparrow with, like, S-P-A-R-R-O. Sparrow. It's Sparrow. My name is Sparrow. <laughs> what a pleasure to meet you all. Glenn holds Sparrow up real close. He's like, Daryl, is this bird named Sabaro yeah, no, talking? talking? Don't worry. Okay. It's talking. It's okay. talking. 
Hey, do all the animals talk here, like the fish, too? Yes, any animal that lives in Oakvale gets the ability to communicate with the residents of Oakvale. It's one of the many gifts installed upon us <sighs> by right. our benefactor. I Sorry, love kiddos. I don't think we can fit. I feel, you know, me, I like eating meat, but I feel a little weird killing animals that can speak to us. So I think we're going to have to take a pause on the on the fishing. Oh, I can't believe you would get us so excited. And then, oh, this is, this is. Tell you what, I'll teach you how to throw, we'll, we'll throw the spears at the trees. We'll teach you, I'll just teach you how to throw some spears, like javelins. <laughs> yeah, so, fuck so, Aaron. So, so, oh, okay. Wait, if you teach me how to throw a spear accurately, I am sure that will never come back to haunt you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that could be your sport, track and field. You guys are talented at a lot. Javelin, so. the javelin, javelin yep. throw. All right. Uh, so, wait, what were you saying about the benefactor? Sorry. There's a lot going on here. Yeah, Bird, Bird what's, what are you talking about this benefactor? What benefactor? Yes, yes, yes. The lovely benefactor, Barry Oak. What? what? Say that again, Barry Oak? His name is Barry Oak. He, I guess he the bar is the less weird thing than the oak. Oak? His last name's Oak? Yeah, Barry Oak. Yeah. He is the person that made this lovely world for all of us. This lovely corner of the forest. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. This place is called Oak Vale. It's a little coincidence that it's Henry's name, but, you know, Oak's a common tree, so. Wait. You know. What? Barry. Daryl? No. Hey, Lorgan Spare, what, what? What's your grandpa's name? On our mother's side, no, his name no, is no. Pablo Garcia. No, 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 no. Your dad's side. Barry. His name is Barry. Oh, Barry. Daryl, it's okay. That one's named Barry. Not the same guy. No, wait. They might have walked into a trap. There's two guards in front of this big tower. Yes. All right, I tap Ron again, and I point to, like, a nearby bush. Like, like, like. Uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> I go toward the bush, and I just stand next to the bush. Henry D. Crickets and um, turns back into himself. Shit, am I naked now? No. Fit right in, baby. I thought we said that, like, when I turn into, like, an animal, like, my clothes don't turn. Oh, we did say that, didn't we? Ron might have carried his your clothes with okay, him, though. Okay, great. So know? I turn back into myself and say, hey, Ron, thanks for holding my clothes, and I start putting my clothes back uh, on. That's, I, mean, I mean, it's not like I could wear them. Um, and Ron looks fondly at the pants. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I guess all the people in the center of town just saw a pantsless, mud-covered person walking back and went, yeah, that's that's That, checks, yeah, that checks out. Henry, do you think this place has, like, an elevator or whatever? Because those stairs look pretty uh, <laughs> pretty steep, and I'm kind of beat from just, you know. Ron, I got to admit, I'm freaking, I'm kind of freaking out here, man. I'm really scared. Why are you like, scared? Is it because everybody looks like you? Yeah, yeah, man, what the heck is going on? Like, this place feels really familiar, but I've never been here before. Like, this is, that door just, I just, I don't like it. That I, door? I don't feel safe. I just feel like we need to get out of here, but I know the anchors are here, so, like, I don't know what to do, man. I'm really, I'm really nervous do you I, i'm really thinking that maybe no offense but maybe like you know someone a little more decisive could bounce off of our neurotic energy right now i feel like we're just kind of kind of feed off of each other right now do you know what i mean uh, are you freaking out i'm freaking out a little bit well i wasn't freaking out before but now i'm freaking out it's, this it's, is exactly what i was afraid of this is called a vicious cycle we're gonna start freaking each other out well no because i'm looking at your face right now and then all the other faces that have your face look happy oh God, and so maybe they have my face <laughs> they don't have your face like they didn't steal your face, but they just have have your. Fa you know, it's a good thing that we weren't at a place called like uh, Stamplerville because everybody would be uh, oh, so fuck, sexualized right. that it would be so hot. It'd be like just an absolute like Ron, uh, orgy. Ron, Ron, I need you to focus, man. I need okay. you to focus. I just <laughs> okay. can't. <sighs> just, All right, okay, let's, let's say something that, that to focus. Let's let's do one, two, three doodlers, and then okay. we'll we'll be focused, and we won't have to worry about focusing anymore. Okay, ready? All right, one, one two, two three. three. Doodlers. Doodlers.
<sighs> okay. I, I feel better. All right. Yeah. Um, I feel a little better. What are we going to do? I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> How have we been deprived of this pairing for so long? <laughs> this is so good. I want these two on the road. <laughs> a high-strung Bob Hope and Pink Crosby. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, Ron, it seemed like... it Wait, seemed did like you hear that? It sounded like a bird or something. Or Hi! Hello, hello, hello. Who's in my bush? Ooh, I, I, I should have invited you. I, 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 all right, okay, okay. I see what happened. Okay, let's have a little big laugh at my expense. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, of course. It's my home. We're from you Manscaped. In. We've come here to talk to you about this bush. No, <laughs> fool me once. Um, Welcome to my home. What are you? How are you doing? Oh my gosh, a little talking. I feel bird. so rude for not inviting you in, but you're already here. That's so perfect. Hi. Hi. Hi, wow, birds talk. That's I can roll with that. That's fine. I already said doodlers. I can't get freaked out about something else. Mr. Bird, I'm sorry, I didn't want to assume. Bird person, bird. Um, what's your name? My name is Domino's. Dom- <laughs> <laughs> Domino's the bird. That's a lovely name. Listen, we're visitors and um, we tend to approach places with caution, which is why we're in this bush. And then yes. we both are having a lot of anxiety right now. So I'm hoping that maybe you can no, give us some knowledge. We're fine. So, so should I should I go? Do you want to help us out? Please, could you just help us out? Yeah. No, no. I just I was wondering if maybe you could tell us something about this place we're in. Where do we find ourselves? What can't I tell you? Uh, This is Oakvale. Okay, it's great. I love it. I love it. What's up there? And up there, I point to the the door. This is the home of our benefactor, of our lovely benefactor, Barry Oak. Barry Oak. And a chill runs down Henry's spine, and he says, what, 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 what did you say? Yes, yes, yes. Barry Oak, the man who built this lovely land of Oakvale for all of us Barry, to live in. Barry Oak Barry. built this place? Oh, what a funny pronunciation. Where are you from? That's delightful. Where are uh, you yes, from? No, no, he- I don't know! And I say that way too loud. <laughs> so two things happen. Firstly, as Ron says, where are you from? Mm-hmm. You have the realization that the door leading into the temple is the same door you see in your mind that you keep mm-hmm. shutting every time it's about to open. Secondly, as you shout, I don't know, at the top of your lungs, the two guards at the front of the temple immediately come down to investigate. And they are going to see you in the bush unless you do something. And there's really nothing else around. Like, you're, you're going to get seen no matter what, but you have one action of a thing to do before you they turn get into you. a bird and fly already, off far I, away. I burned both of my wild shapes already, well, so I can't turn into a bird. Maybe if we yeah. act like we live here, because you... could take you, Ron prisoner. The old, the old, the uh, old Wookiee... The old yeah. Wookiee trick. Yeah. The old Wookiee trick. It's the old, that old Wookiee trick. That might not work if they don't normally take prisoners. <laughs> hey, man, like, I'm, not gonna make, I'm not going to make assumptions. Hey, hey, how about you just look real friendly, and then I'll just try not to look super obvious. Yeah, Ron just melts in like fucking Rambo into the wall. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I literally think that, like, this is a bad move to pull on a podcast, but I, th- I literally think that they, like, swoop so that Ron's back-to-back with <laughs> with Henry and just, like, facing the other direction, but, like, his profile's <laughs> completely hidden by, by Henry's. <laughs> Ron hides behind another party member perfectly. Yes. Give me a stealth check to see if that's what you Why? do. Why? <laughs> okay. <laughs> because sometimes bad things have to happen. 
I got a 12 plus 8. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you, plus 8. Okay, yes. No, exactly what you just said. Okay, so then here's what happens sore. is Henry goes, oh shit, they're coming. Ron, what do we do? And then I turn around and Ron is not there. <laughs> they go, Ron? And then I turn around again and Ron is not there either because Ron is perfectly synced with my back. And then Ron says, I'm right behind you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and then Henry goes, Jesus. And then um, I've, I've t- completely blown my cover. So the two guards come over to the bush and they see you shout Jesus mm-hmm. for a second, their eyes narrow as if to sort of suss out who you are. And you can see their eyes travel your face, just like really studying your features. And then pure shock is visible on their face. And immediately they both kneel and they go, Hen, Sir Hen, you've returned. Uh, it, Henry's just speechless. Wait, wait, wait. Huh, what? One of them takes a horn out of his armor and he puts it to his lips and no, it's a different ringtone. What's another good ringtone? Yeah, he blows on the horn and the horn goes, hello, Moto. And the doors to the temple bust wide open and you see Barry Oak step down from the steps of the temple. He comes down and sees you in the bush and he goes, oh, get, get out of that bush, my son. You don't have to hide anymore. And he holds you by both of your hands and he goes, you're home. Dungeons and Daddies is Matt Arnold as Daryl Wilson, Anthony Birch as our DM, Will Campos as Henry Oak, Beth May as Ron Stampler, and myself, Freddie Wong as Glenn Close. Our theme song and outro is All Right by Maxton Waller. Shout out to all the Patreon folks who have always believed in us from the jump. People like Sam M, Kaylee Todd, Erica Kioff? Kioff? K-E-O-U-G-H. I don't know how to pronounce that one. Hesh Podcast? That's not your last name, Hesh. Your family name is not Podcast. Podcasts are a new thing. Josh Duff, a.k.a. Teshrike. Ian Rosick. Loctane. Taylor from Marketing. Not our marketing. Some other marketing. Daniel McAllister and Tanya Miloslovich. Wow, there were some hard ones this week. I'm also pleased to report that the Rocks Rock EP is being mixed and mastered right now. It should be out, maybe even by the time you hear this. If you're a Patreon supporter, don't even sweat it. You're getting this digital album for free as one of your stretch goal perks. Every single one of yes. We're also going to have a digital download of the album on our website, DungeonsAndDaddies.com. If you're not a fan, for whatever reason, of getting all kinds of awesome bonus content and campaigns and one chest, I don't know. Don't let me tell you how to live your life. Do your thing. But I'm just saying, Patreon.com slash DungeonsAndDads. It's a party over there. You could join it. You can find us on social media twitter.com slash dungeons and dads reddit.com slash r slash dungeons and daddies and our website once again dungeons and daddies.com you'll want to be on all of those for the moment we drop this hot fire our next episode august 4th stay safe out there we will see you then there was a time when you could read between the lines you know they never brought you down never brought you down Wait, 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 is there a hot or not, but just for D&D podcasts? <laughs>
God, I fucking hope not. I hate to break it to you, everybody. I'm looking at these pictures. We're we're on the not side of this category. Yeah, no, absolutely. How dare you? Dungeons and Dads is brought to you this week by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect? Or are we? Or are we? Aura. We Aura. Aura Frames. Aura Frames. If you've got pictures of seals, I know where you should go. Crank them onto your Aura Frames and feed it to your mom. There's a big scroll that you're like, I got to take a picture of that. (laughs) (laughs) Aura Frames are beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames. You can put pictures of seals on there if you want. You can put pictures of Seal, the singer, on there if you want. They allow you to share display. You can buy a bunch of these and put other, like, gross stuff on them for your goon room. It's true. It allows you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload Make and share a goon room your mom's comfortable walking into. <laughs> <laughs> Via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame. Listen to this, Anthony, with preloaded photos and memories. There we Dude, go. Dude, I Meta preloaded gooning. my Aura frame with pictures of Pitbull and Pitbulls. So sometimes I get Mr. Worldwide and sometimes... <laughs> <laughs> no matter what, you win. I'm just being silly. I have great photos on my Aura frames, and I love it. It's so a there. great Mother's Day gift this year, Beth. You could give mom. I already did. I did it for last month. Yeah, I got one for my mom, too. You moms did. fucking love moms it. Love moms this love this shit. Moms love it. For Aura. From grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an Aura That's like frame. a goon room that- for a mom is just supposed to Name the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and select it. Go in there of- and you see how long you can go without calling your kids. <laughs> <laughs> favorite things. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use the code DUNGEONS at checkout for your mom to save. Terms and conditions apply. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Haya. Oh, wow. I did not realize I was surrounded by some black belts in karate. It's not martial art, Beth. It's a pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin. Most of the time when you talk about children's vitamins, it's just candy. It's just gummy bears. I don't tell oh. my mom. That was my whole trick as a little kid. Was it? Yeah, I'd be like, mm, I'm, I want some vitamins, mom. But really, I just wanted that sweet, sugary goodness. Oh, I thought you were going to say you replaced your vitamins with gummy bears. Because that would be that a would have been a smarter move. I could have done that. Well, you might as oh, well, well, because most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and contribute to Disgusting. a of health issues. Ew, gross. Hi. Fills the common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full body nourishment our kids need with a yummy taste they love. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins Ooh. and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, 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 B12. That one came out weird. It was wrestling here for vitamin B12. Vitamin D, B12. That's why this is Haya. Haya. Oh, we're going to Folate, vitamin C. <laughs> it's vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, non-GMO, everything else. Would you imagine. say that this product is a hunk of hunk of burden love? It's designed for kids two and up and sent straight to your door so parents have one less thing to worry about. They taste good even though I don't take I don't take them. Oh, my pills, <laughs> my gummies. <laughs> they also have a new kid's probiotic and nighttime essentials. 
We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling yeah. children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash daddies. This deal is not available on their regular website. This is a special Secret URL. You understand? Steal website. One for the money and two for the great vitamins you're giving. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H, HayaHealth.com slash daddies, and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 